Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? <clears throat> hymn 292. Put on the whole armor of pure consecration, the breastplate of righteousness valiantly gird, with shield of true faith and the helmet of salvation. The sword of the Spirit is God's mighty word. Hymn 292. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and from the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click there, and then follow through to the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do so, and there you'll find the readings for tonight. And the theme for tonight is, we should obey God's government and laws. And the readings will now be given by Dave from Florida. I will read from the Bible. Psalms. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, 
that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Romans Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, he must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thought. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Ephesians that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, 
that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the work of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things. I will now read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, and from Miscellaneous Writings by Mary Baker Eddy. In science, man is governed by God, divine principle. God governs all that is real, harmonious, and eternal, and his power is neither animal nor human. The law of God is the law of spirit, a moral and spiritual force of immortal and divine mind. The so-called law of matter is an immoral force of erring mortal mind, alias the minds of mortals. This so-called force, or law, at work in nature as a power, prohibition, or license, is cruel and merciless. It punishes the innocent and repays our best deeds with sacrifice and suffering. It is a code whose modes trifle with joy and lead to immediate or ultimate death. It fosters suspicion where confidence is due, fear where courage is requisite, reliance where there should be avoidance, a belief in safety where there is most danger. Our master called it a murderer from the beginning. Electricity governed by this so-called law sparkles on the clouds and strikes down the hoary saint. Floods swallow up home and households, and childhood, age, and manhood go down in the death-dealing wave. Earthquakes engulf cities, churches, schools, and mortals. Cyclones kill and destroy, desolating the green earth. This pitiless power smites with disease the good Samaritan ministering to his neighbor's need. Even the chamber where the good man surrenders to death is not exempt from this law. Smoothing the pillow of pain may infect you with smallpox, according to this lawless law, which dooms man to die for loving his neighbor as himself. When Christ has said that love is the fulfilling of the law, our great ensample, Jesus of Nazareth, met and abolished this unrelenting false claim of matter with the righteous scorn and power of spirit. When through mind he restored sight to the blind, he figuratively and literally spat upon matter and, anointing the wounded spirit with the great truth that God is all, he demonstrated the healing power 
and supremacy of the law of life and love. In the spiritual genesis of creation, all law was vested in the lawgiver, who was a law to himself. In divine science, God is one and all, and governing himself, he governs the universe. This is the law of creation. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. And that infinite mind governs all things. On this infinite principle of freedom, God named himself I Am. Error, or Adam, might give names to itself and call mind by the name of matter. But error could neither name nor demonstrate spirit. The name I Am indicated no personality that could be paralleled with it. But it did declare a mighty individuality, even the everlasting Father, as infinite consciousness, ever-presence, omnipotence, as all law, life, truth, and love. God's interpretation of himself furnishes man with the only suitable or true idea of him. And the divine definition of deity differs essentially from the human. It interprets the law of spirit, not of matter. It explains the eternal dynamics of being and shows that nature and man are as harmonious today as in the beginning, when all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made. Whatever appears to be law but partakes not of the nature of God, is not law, but is what Jesus declared it, a liar and the father of it. God is the law of life, not of death, of health, not of sickness, of good, not of evil. It is this infinitude and oneness of good that silences the supposition that evil is a claimant or a claim. The consciousness of good has no consciousness or knowledge of evil. And evil is not a quality to be known or eliminated by good. While iniquity, too evil to conceive of good as being unlike itself, declares that God knows iniquity. When the lawgiver was the only law of creation, freedom reigned, and was the heritage of man. But this freedom was the moral power of good, not of evil. It was divine science in which God is supreme, and the only law of being. In this eternal harmony of science, man is not fallen. He is governed in the same rhythm that the scripture describes when the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. The so-called laws of matter and of medical science have never made mortals whole, harmonious and immortal. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. We will now have a moment of silent prayer. 
and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 88. Gracious Spirit, dwell with me. I myself would gracious be. And with words that help and heal, would thy life in mine reveal. And with actions bold and meek, Christ's own gracious Spirit speak. Hymn number 88.
Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. Welcome one and all. We have quite an amazing outreach from our church, primarily through our websites, a number of which are in foreign languages. And as a result, we literally do reach people across the globe. And honestly, people from all over the globe, the world, have found us. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. We have so much to offer in the way of healing material. It's all inspiring for your reading, listening, studying, etc. And it's all free of charge, and it comes with the love of this church. I'd like to point out a couple of items that we're now featuring on our English language website. One of them is an article entitled Tribulation by Lillian McAdow. So if you've ever wondered, why do I even have tribulation? And honestly, I don't know of anyone who doesn't have them. And so what's the purpose of it all? Please read this article. Uh, it's explained very clearly, and it's a very helpful article. One other item we're featuring, and I'm very happy to announce this, it's our magazine, Love is the Liberator. And the theme of that magazine is Pray Without Ceasing. I know for me, I started reading it, and I had a hard time putting it down. It's a wonderful magazine. Highly recommended. Uh, join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m., our Sunday school has a teleconference number of its own, which means your child can attend by telephone regardless of where you live. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. And this Saturday, we're having a Bible study at 10 o'clock in the morning. The study questions are on the website already. And I'd also like to point out that in the Bible study questions is a link to the timeline of events, biblical historical events for this week. I read through it and I found it absolutely fascinating. I know we're going to have a really good time this Saturday at 10 o'clock and uh, please join us for a Bible study. <clears throat> I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ 
who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly request that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everyone else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And for those who run the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. Remember, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Jeremy. I love all the work that God has given me to do here in Plainfield, but occasionally I used to allow the enormity of it to start weighing on me. I've been very grateful to learn that pressure is animal magnetism, but sometimes I didn't see how to apply that statement practically so that I could put that pressure behind me. For this, my practitioner gave me something that has helped immensely. She said, in effect, when you feel pressured or the need to rush, slow right down. It actually made me laugh the first time she said it, but in the time since I have been applying this rule to every case, and I'm always very grateful for it. As an example, this past week, there was all the normal stuff that we have here at the church during the weekend. But then also we had the magazine to finish and print. And plus I told a friend I would bring them to an appointment they had on Monday. In times past, all of this would have really been weighing on me quite a bit. And I'm sure I would have been short with people and probably not slept very well. But now, following what my practitioner has taught me, I've been able to put all that pressure behind me and move forward, knowing that God will give me all the strength and inspiration and time needed to complete these tasks. And sure enough, he did. God knows exactly how much I can do each day, and only believing in a power apart from him would fool me into thinking otherwise. Slowing down has helped me to be both calmer and more useful. I'm so grateful for all this church offers, for, pra for practitioner support, and for the joy and purpose that comes from this work for the world. Thank you. Thank you. Joanne. Joanne from Florida, go ahead. Thank you. Um, yesterday morning I woke up with an intense pain in my knee. I, I hobbled to the bathroom, and as I did so, I remembered something a practitioner said to me several years ago when I had a similar problem. It was, unto God every knee shall bow. I thought about that and how healing that statement of truth was then and that it was still true and healing for me now. Then I sat down, put the knee out of my thought, and did my daily watch. When I finished, I got up and walked without any pain at all in my knee. I'm grateful for all the statements of truth we are given when we call upon practitioner for help. These truths are from God, 
and their healing power goes on forever and is always there to draw upon whenever we need it. I'm grateful for membership in this church, for all the practitioner help that I've received here, and to be here tonight. And thank you, Dave, for those powerful readings on God's law. Thank you. Thank you. Patricia from Ontario, go ahead. I was working long hours in advertising, but one Easter Saturday, I did not have to work for once. Hey, I can take a break, I thought, but God had other plans. I phoned around to see who was free on short notice. Finally, I reached a friend who was always effervescent and cheerful, but not that day. She answered in a very faint voice, I am really sick. I need your help. Hurry. Upon arrival, I learned that she had not eaten for quite a while as she was too weak to buy groceries and unable to make food for herself. I cooked what little food was left in her cupboard and offered to go to get more food. But she asked me not to leave her and instead to call a Christian science practitioner and ask him to pray for her and then tell her what he had said as she just wasn't strong enough to call for herself. I don't recall exactly what he said, but he shared some spiritual ideas from the Bible and from the book Science and Health written by Mary Baker Eddy, and he asked me to sing certain hymns together with my friend. At her bidding, I called the practitioner several times through the night as she was getting rapidly worse until she was quite certain she was passing on. Please get up on the bed with me and hold me so that I can tell where to come back to because I seem to be slipping away, she urgently begged me. So I got up on the bed with her and held her while mentally holding on to the various truths that the practitioner had related and declared them vehemently. And I also sang the suggested hymns to her happily. Whenever the practitioner was called, he was totally filled with confidence, faith, and conviction that the healing would come, as God, life, is the only cause. And that was tremendously reassuring to us both. Finally, on Easter morning, although she was still quite weak, she asked me to go out to buy food as we were both very hungry. So I left her, still declaring the truth to myself, and hurried back with the groceries. To my absolute delight, I found her no longer in bed, but standing and walking normally. She was wearing a long white nightgown, and with her lovely long hair sunlit from the window, to me, she looked just like an angel, you know, the kind that you see pictured in classic art canvases. And she was well, even before she ate the food. Oh, what a marvelous Easter that was. I am so grateful to God for sending us Jesus, who compassionately healed others and exemplified how to be Christ-like. And my thanks to Plainfield Church, for so industriously promoting this science of healing through spiritual means alone. 
as was taught by Mary Baker Eddy. Happy Easter to everyone. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight, and thank you for the music. Tonight I want to express my gratitude for having found the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church. After so many years of feeling constant, a general uneasiness all the time, every day, and searching for so many ways to alleviate these feelings, I came across the Plainfield website. While this was a difficult time, I am so grateful for these insurmountable, that seemed like insurmountable problems because they drove me on to search for now what I see was the presence of God. This led me to change habits that were not serving me well. As my life started to show forth more calm, purpose, and moral strength, as I attended the services, the classes, and got practic regular practitioner support here, this uneasiness was lessening. I was learning how to pay attention to my thoughts that I was entertaining and staying present in the moment and learning to face problems as they came rather than to push through and ignore them and let them build up. One of the first things that helped me was the openness, sharing, and honesty that I found here. Hearing how others face their challenges and brokenness gave me courage, hope, and also offered practical steps. It helped me start to face difficult things in my life. The other day, I was reminded how much time I used to spend worrying, and I'm so grateful that I don't feel trapped in that mindset, but now have much, many tools to use. I'm grateful for the patience and instructions of my Plainfield practitioner, who helped me approach line by line, precept by precept, like building blocks each day and whatever I had to face that day. I'm very grateful for the opportunities to give back here and be with others that are striving to be the best that God has made them to be and to help others do this also. I'm very grateful for God, for Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and this church. Thank you. Sharon. I'm very grateful for the roundtable discussions. Last week it was mentioned that rushing is animal magnetism or error, and we should never rush. It reminded me of the healing I had years ago. I had to drive a distance to my job. Sometimes I would be in traffic and then I would get anxious because I thought I would be late. By the time I arrived at work, I was a nervous wreck. Praying about the situation, the statement came to me that I would be in my right place at the right time as God directs. That calmed me down and I never feel upset. If I think I am going to be late, I immediately turn to this thought and I am always calm and on time as God directs when I arrive. I am grateful to God, Christian Science, Help of Practitioner, and all the activities of this church 
that taught me to turn to God in every situation. There is always an answer of peace. And thank you for the readings. Thank you. Sandy. Sandy from Nebraska. Go ahead. Hello. Good evening. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you for your readings tonight. I've been missing the church. Um, been so busy, but I wanted um, to share something, an experience. Um, if one of the articles that you guys put on the website, I don't know if that was uh, uh, Nick uh, Young, Mr. Young, talking about the experience with death. Then he go into the bottom of a pool, and that voice inside of his mind is telling him, you know, like, you don't need to fight this no more. It was a, a tremendous, powerful mental aggression. And uh, at the end of the, the article, how he conquered it. Um, uh, I had read it many times before as I go sometimes in your website and I read the articles. And for some reason, I just get stuck in one article and I read it again, read it again. So what happened in this past week with the situation that is going on, um, don't want to mention uh, this illusion of people are getting um, getting uh, some time of situation and the people are dying and and things getting so worse. I have a lot of people that I have met in associations, the association, business association, they have passed away. So I've been every other week, oh, do you go into the funeral or do you going to come to the memorial, Sandy? And last week was a dear friend of mine and I'm so grateful for Christian scientists because I deny the lie. It's not there. I'm going in there. I don't want to listen to that. There's a tremendous mental suggestion, a hypnotism, a murmuration, and it's not going to get me. And it's been, it's been a stronger, the fate of the teachings and the testimonials or all the Christian scientists, they are in, had passed to the veil now, and they continue growing, how you really have to stop that voice they're telling us about death, about disease, and you're going to get it, and there's nothing we can do. As children of God, and been taught in Christian scientists, we have to the right to claim, like Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. I'm so grateful for the article because I read this article back in North Carolina and it was from the independent Christian scientist in New Jersey. And it's really, like a lot of you practitioners, like Miss Mary, Mary Beth, I would say, it's not an easy thing because, like one of the, the first uh, testimonials tonight, he recognized that he needed to do in the stress that is, he understood that it's animal magnetism. That every day, God's going to help him to do the best that he can, so he no need to be stressed. Like the previous testifier says, you're in your rightful place and your rightful time, and it's all in God and well. 
I'm so grateful for you guys for the website and it's good to yes sometimes go to the article, read it, because that is the tool that we can use when we've been confronted with this animal magnetism. And we have a right to say no, I, I'm not going to no funeral because God is life. And that's the only truth that it is that God is life, there is no death, and it's life. And that's how we help ourselves and help others. Thank you so much for the Christian Scientists Independent, for the practitioners, for for the learning every day. It's just a lot of it's a lot of love and it's a lot of justice to the children of God because animal magnetism mortal mind is the liar, is the deceiver from the beginning. And just saying together tonight, it's just a wonderful the last hymn, which is beautiful. And I'm um, thank you and thank you. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Shardell. Good evening, and thank you for the wonderful readings. I want to express my gratitude tonight for the love, teaching, and total support found here at this independent church. Nowhere else have I seen such a clear practice and understanding of Christ's Christianity. I still have so very much to learn but I know the truths found here bless me and all. Also, we learn here what God expects of us and his loving plans for us when we try our very best. Thank you to my practitioner for all she does in her wonderful practice and for her unceasing, caring prayers. Many years ago, I would have flu symptoms every February. Then they seemed to lessen a little bit but sometimes it would still pop up. Then I found the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This year, February, came and went before I realized that I didn't even think about the flu. Glory be to our wonderful shepherd, and thank you, Plainfield Church, for all you do for mankind and for folks like me. Thank you, and thank you for the healing music. Thank you. This is Bruce. Well, you know, this being the week before Easter, I've often thought about uh, the story in the Bible where it talks about Mary, who's looking for the body of Jesus and exclaims that I don't know where they have laid him. And I know Mrs. Eddy has addressed this thought several times in her uh, writings. And, but she's always exclaimed that the Christ is ever near and is always at hand. And there was, I read through the message for uh, 1900, Mrs. Eddy's work, where she uh, states essentially that, you know, in doubt and fear, sometimes we may say we don't know where, we've la where they've laid him. And when if we cry out to the God, save or perish, then... The loving, tender Christ is there. It does come, and it does give us help, and it does save us. It was so encouraging and positive. I had an experience once a number of years ago that uh, illustrates this very point. I was actually still just a young child at the time, and at that time I was feeling a lot of pain. I was not well. And I was kind of at my wit's end, didn't know what to do. 
I just went somewhere where it was quiet. And in, I didn't know what I was going to think or say or do, but I literally got down on my knees and just waited for God to tell me something. And in that quiet moment, I remembered singing Mrs. Eddy's hymn, Blessed Christmas Morn, where she writes, Dear Christ, forever here and near. And that was the only part of the whole song I could remember. And it was just a sweet and simple statement, but yet so powerful. Dear Christ, forever here and near. And I found myself repeating that short phrase several times. And every time I said it, I could feel the pain melt away. And after repeating it several times, the pain was completely gone and I was healed. So you can imagine how encouraging it was for a young child to have an experience like this that goes, yes, our God is real and his Christ is ever present. And I'll never forget that experience and I'm endlessly thankful for God for this healing, for Mary Baker Eddy for receiving this revelation of Christian science and giving it to us in a form where we can read and study and understand it. And for this church here in Plainfield, thank you, God. Kara from New Mexico, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you for the wonderful readings. Since joining Plainfield, I am so grateful for a big shift in understanding, a change of base from what Florence calls the little eye with the dot, so seeing myself as some separate sinful mortal trying to figure out how to be worthy of God's love, to the great I am, the one divine mind that is all in all. This understanding has necessitated learning how to recognize when a lie masquerades as reality, the lie that there's a separate mortal who can experience something God didn't create, the lie that there's a separate mortal who can lack something God has, and we seemingly don't, be it health supply or understanding. And there's just always something to read on the Plainfield website that, that can help us. And, of course, all of the services, but in particular, the roundtable and Bible studies give us concrete ideas to work with all week long. In recent weeks, I've been grateful to be able to witness more clearly uh, just when the ideas that are clamoring for attention don't come from God, and, and that helps dismiss them as unreal. And they try to slide under the radar in the guise of something that feels familiar or chronic or worldly or maybe worrying about a friend or a, a pet or, or just the news, what's on the news. But I'm getting that whatever is clamoring for our attention, our job is to scientifically turn those thoughts away. Now, to be honest, in school, I never really liked science, but I'm loving this idea that Christian science is not a religion, but the science of Christ, meaning it's not subject to the whim of some church organization or mercurial God. It means that if we study, we can prove it as scientists of the Christ, and the Christ, Mrs. Eddy tells us, is the divine manifestation of God, which comes to the flesh to destroy incarnate error. So we read in the news about 
all these scientists who are attempting to defeat uh, these various things. But that's what we're doing as scientists of the Christ. And we have the textbook, Science and Health, with Keys of Scripture to teach us how to work and watch and pray and to demonstrate this. And at Plainfield, we, we learn that the basis is understanding our oneness with God. The other night I was praying with Mrs. Eddy's directive, beloved Christian scientists, keep your mind so filled with truth and love that sin, disease, and death cannot enter them. And in the past, I pictured this like empty cartoon head that I was trying to cram with enough truth and love so that nothing else could find any space. But suddenly it occurred to me that the word keep means to retain possession of or to cause to continue. In other words, to keep is to maintain what is already yours, what is reality, what is truth. So I'm not some human with an empty receptacle called a brain that I desperately need to find enough good thoughts to fill. As expressions of the one mind, our minds are naturally filled with truth and love, and our whole work is to recognize and refuse entry to any thoughts that don't come from God, and this has been such a game-changer. It's that change of base. Mrs. Eddy says, to begin rightly is to end rightly, and Christian science teaches us that we all begin rightly as the expression and ideas of the one perfect mind. So we're all going to end rightly, which is to say, never, because truth, life, and love are infinite and eternal. But we do have to be scientists of the Christ who do our work every day to keep, to retain, to maintain, to preserve our oneness with that divine consciousness. And that's what I I think we're all so privileged to be learning through study and watching and through joy and gratitude here at Plainfield. And I'm just so grateful because no longer does Christian science feel like a a worthiness test or a crapshoot. It's the divine scientist and this person who thought herself, you know, a separate mortal who didn't like science. Well, I am so grateful to be learning how to be a scientist of the Christ. Thank you for all the testimonies and for this meeting, and I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Day Day from Georgia. Go ahead. Thank you. I'm thankful to be overcoming the urge to worry about things the way that I used to. This week, after being concerned about things that I said or failed to say during a brief work meeting, I ultimately and abruptly decided to let it all go, determined to get my focus back on God and not to let anything disturb my thought no matter what. This morning, the thought came to me that when I'm worrying about anything, I'm believing that thing to be bigger than God and feeling that it's somehow more important. Exodus 20, verse 3 says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. This is something that will help me to remember to redirect my focus to my ever-present and loving Father to hear what he has to say about the matter rather than wasting time senselessly worrying about anything. I'm so grateful for all that we have to study with and provided in this church 
that's strengthening me every day and always giving me something to work with when I need it. Thank you so much for tonight's readings and for all the testimonies given so far. I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Benjamin. Thank you. Um, uh, thank you, uh, David, for the reading tonight. Um, yesterday was um, an, um, a great blessing for me and, and my family as well. Uh, we were going somewhere, but we decided to stop by our church for a few minutes because I wanted to do photocopy. I wanted to, originally I wanted to go by myself, but I said, no, let me take all of, uh, everybody with me. And then we stopped by here. And my son, when we came out of the car from the parking lot, he was, he, he just, he, the way he responded to the situation was extraordinary. He felt like he, he came to a place that he really recognized, but you can tell how much it means to him. And he didn't even wait. He ran straight to the church door. I couldn't even wait for me to open. He was like, he wanted to get in. He was so desperate to get in. And I can tell how much it means, to me, it means to him because it's a place that he usually loved coming until it was taken away from him. And uh, when I opened the door, he rushed down to the Sunday school and he was excited to be in there. He was going all over the place. It seems like it's been forever for him. I almost cried just looking at him the way he was running around the Sunday school. And I can tell how much it means to him. My daughter, it was her first time of coming to church as well, so it was a blessing for all of us. And to add to the blessings, the two Sunday school teachers, within two minutes, they arrived from nowhere. It was just like God invited them to come over. <laughs> and my son was all over the place. He was so happy to see them as well. And it was a blessing for all of us, just watching them it's a place that I wanted them, I want them to be, I want them to belong, and I want them to grow on. I'm so grateful to God for our church that we have this Sunday school for our kids to be part of and grow on. It's a blessing for me, and it's a blessing for my family, and it's a blessing for this church. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Craig. Thank you for the music. It's always inspiring and enlightening. And thank you, Dave, for the readings. And they were so clearly laid out and so easily to understand. Thanks for ending with man is harmonious when governed by soul. And I thank God for all the opportunities to work to demonstrate to help, basically, to help others in this church recently has put me in the Sunday school, which I have so enjoyed. And in every activities, at some point, at some point, you know that God is doing it because things happen that <laughs> you yourself couldn't have done 
last Sunday I was in Sunday school and one of the uh, uh, students needed an explanation. They were learning lessons, but uh, it gave an opportunity to explain how much God loves them and how much he always did and that and he always will and always protect them. And I knew, as we were saying, prayed that God be the one to say it, that, you know, I knew that it was he that was saying it because the words weren't mine. And that felt like that was the harmony of soul. God really speaking through those he gave work to do. And it was very satisfying and gratifying both to him and to me. So I thank God for the opportunities that we have here and the opportunities to grow and opportunities to give and our guidance from our practitioners and our readings. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. In reference to a, a prior testifier, I must say that the I with a dot on it used to be me also. And I'm so grateful that through Martha Wilcox and other Christian science literature, I learned that that's not what man is at all. And I'm grateful that I'm able to now share it to bless others. Thank you, David, so much for the strong truth in, the, in those readings tonight. And I will say also that I am so grateful because it really does feel wonderful to feel true security because of God's <clears throat> presence and his power. I'm so grateful that now there seems to be so much going on everywhere, a lot of human manipulation for whatever purpose, but it's made me feel or use what I've learned to be very quiet <clears throat> and in the calmness just listen to what God is saying. And I'm really appreciating what Mrs. Eddy left us, which she calls her only formula, which we read every day or whenever we do our watches, which can be found on page 49 of Watches, Prayers, and Arguments. And it reads like this for those who don't know. Hear, O Israel, for the Lord our God is one God. You are not to come in your own name to pray. You are not to control any mind. You are to come only in the divine strength and know that God will rule and does, and that hypnotism and evil minds cannot and do not control men or government. All power is God good. And she says, this is my only formula to Christian scientists for prayer, and God will give you faith and will remove mountains. I cannot be grateful enough because right in these times, I find such comfort to turn to this reading, especially where he says that God will and does rule and that hypnotism and evil minds, they cannot and do not control men or governments. Because the opposite seems to be the reality, but it is not. And I can't thank God enough for bringing Christian science into my life, for me to learn this and to be in that quiet moment, hear his voice, 
and to feel the comfort and the security that only God is, only God is power, only God is present. Thank you so much for the music, the hymns tonight, and every testimony. I'm so grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'll read from the church website bulletin board, the first California. Hearing such honest testimony about personal struggles regarding severe childhood issues was wonderful, helpful, and also hearing the one shared about a returning problem helped me understand I'm not alone. These testimonies bring me closer to confidence in my practicing. Today I lost my dead at card and looked at home, the car, many places. I kept remembering nothing is lost. God is in charge. I locked the card so no one could use it. I called the store I'd been to, no card. I said, well, not losing joy over this. <clears throat> Did some God-directed actions. Then the phone rang and someone at that store, <clears throat> excuse me, found my card. Thank you everyone for sharing your practices. In Illinois, I'm very grateful for Luann's testimony about labels that she accepts about herself. Last night her words allowed me to realize that I have been accepting labels about myself, family members, and all of mankind that are material, based, and not on the truth of man's spiritual being, God's allness, and God's supply of all that is needed for us to do his work. This is allowing me to look up past matter and into the light. So grateful for the love and support we provide to each other. And then Florida, thank you, Faith, for the beautiful singing of Jerusalem in this morning's service. As my husband said, she nailed it. What a beautiful start to Holy Week. And then this is an email from Australia. Dear wonderful, loving Benjamin and members, <laughs> we are utterly grateful for your work and recordings which are a shining light for us in Melbourne, Australia. I am praying, working to know my part in God's design for Christian science in this country. I thank the dear Father every day for you all. It is clear that the metaphysical workers at Plainfield are pure and holy and teaching Christian science as taught by Mrs. Eddy. Thank you, thank you, one and all. Love, love, love. And love back to her. And then this is Florida. Dear friends in Christ, thank you for the roundtable discussion. All things work together for good. The wisdom shared helped in overcoming several circumstances that popped up later, tailor-made for me, to lose my peace. But I recall the quote Eustace wrote on how to handle animal magnetism, not as an evil to be destroyed, but as in its true sense, as an angel of God, urging you forward in your footsteps heavenward. A wonderful perspective to be patient and not react toward the person bearing the gift and realize it will work together for your, your good to them who love God 
and are called according to his holy purpose. Thanks for all the wonderful resources on your website. Joyful blessings. And then this is a testimony from California. I wanted to express gratitude for the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church. Today, an overwhelming sense of gratitude came when I thought of how my journey in practicing Christian science had changed from feeling alone in my practice before finding Plainfield to becoming part of a very active, loving, supportive Christian science family after finding Plainfield. I am experiencing something here that I have not had since my Sunday school days. I have a practitioner who is part of my life as well as my church family, practitioners and members who continually enrich my understanding of God and man through the prayers and watches, Bible and roundtable discussions, posting on forum and bulletin boards, publications, newsletters, Love is a Liberator, and inspirational music. I realize that although my spiritual journey is something I have to do myself, I don't have to walk alone. I only wish others outside of this church could experience what I feel here. There is in an old journal article written in 1898 by Annie Louise Robinson entitled, He That Overcometh, that I wanted to share. It does a good job in describing my experience at the Plainfield Christian Science Independent. And it's an excerpt. Quote, I heard an incident recently of a volunteer in our army who during the attack on Santiago, I believe it was, lost his place in the ranks and became weary and discouraged. After a while, he fell in with the regular troops and the steady march of these well-drilled and well-disciplined men inspired him with renewed courage and strength, and he marched with them, glad to be under orders again. This is a striking illustration of the inspiration that comes to us as we recognize the steady onward march of the army, of those well-disciplined, obedient children of God, soldiers of Christ, who are working patiently, fearlessly to destroy the one evil and establish the kingdom of heaven on earth, holding aloft the standard of purity, health, and divine love." End quote. I'm so grateful to have found Plainfield and to be part of the great Christian science work going on here. I'm grateful tonight, too, for those wonderful readings about God's law. I'm so grateful that we know what God's law is and can operate under it, because truly, in God's law, there is great safety and joy and peace and every good thing. Years ago, when we had class here with Mrs. Evans, we would sometimes use what was called the Moffat Bible, I turned to something today in it, referring to Ezekiel eleven nineteen. The interpretation of that verse is, And I will give them a new nature and put a new spirit into them. I will remove their hard nature and give, give them a nature that can be touched, 
that they may live by my laws and observe and obey my orders, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And I thought what a beautiful thought that is, that God gives us that heart that is no longer stony and hard, but touched, touched by him, so that we are able to live under his laws, and in that way, make the world a better place. I'm so grateful for all the wonderful truths I've learned in this church, in Mrs. Eddy's writings, the teachings of Christ Jesus. I'm so grateful to be with you here tonight in this blessed Holy Week. Thank you all. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 139. I walk with love along the way, and oh, it is a holy day. No more I suffer cruel fear. I feel God's presence with me here. The joy that none can take away is mine. I walk with love today. Hymn number 139.